Hey friends, Doug Addison here. Welcome to another Spirit Connection webcast. It's November 7th, 2018. We're excited that you've joined us, whether you're watching this live with us or you're watching the replay or listening to it on iTunes. We're just, we're just grateful that you're part of our tribe and you listen. Hey, you know, I've got a prophetic word for the month of November. It's going to seep over into the next few months as well. It's really going to part the sea before you. The Lord's going to release something tonight. Plus, I want to open a little bit from my heavenly journal that always opens the heavens as well. DougAddison.com is my website. Check out the Daily Prophetic if you don't already. You can have it delivered right to your email address. Or, you know, we can, you don't have to wait or anything like that. I do it that way. You could just, you know, uh, forward it to people a little bit later or, you know, copy it into your journal, whatever you might want to do. Uh, and uh, also follow us on Facebook, The Doug Addison, Twitter and Instagram, Doug T. Addison. And while you're at my website, download my free ebook that's there is how to change your life now. You'll see it. Uh, keys to change your life now. All right, let's roll. This is going to be a good one. Lord, we thank you for the for the good things that are unravel, unleashing. I said, I, I saw something unravel like a big ball of string and started to unravel where the enemy had tried to tie things up. They tried to mess things uh, you know, up. But the Lord is now unraveling things and we're going to see a shift happen really quick in Jesus' name. Amen. Let me release this word. First of all, Zechariah 10, verses 1 and verses 11. This is what the Lord spoke to me. He said, ask the Lord for rain in the springtime. It is the Lord who sends the, st- the thunderstorms in the springtime. It's the Lord. Uh, he also gives the showers of rain to all people and the plants in the field and everyone, and they will pass through the sea of trouble, and the surging sea will not subdue them, nor the depths of the Nile will dry up. Listen, God spoke this to me several times over the last month. He said, you know, there's been uh, some raids, there's been some thunderstorms, but there's uh, spiritual rains of refreshment that are coming right now. The spring rains, no matter what time of year it is, you can ask the Lord for refreshing rain. This is a, a preparation for you right now. It's just starting and you could ask for it uh, because it's going to help you uh, as we move into the new year to help fulfill the promises that the Lord has spoken to you. But, you know, this is a time of preparation. It's also a time of refreshing. So the rains and the storms of life that we've been seeing have been necessary as they are preparing you, they're, they're strengthening you. And it's the storms that actually, uh, uh, these these storms are the things that, that will strengthen us. Think about it. The storm comes up on the lake with Peter, James, you know, the, the disciples are in the boat and the storm is, is coming up on the lake and Jesus is out there walking on the water. He's rising above the situation, trying to say, you know, this is what you really need to do, metaphorically or physically, whatever you need to do. But then, what seemed like a sea of trouble then turned into something great as, as he invited Peter out to walk on the water with him. I'm just saying right now, the Lord is going to allow you to pass through your sea of trouble. That's that. That's the verse I just read with in Zechariah 10, uh, verse 11. Write it down. He's going to allow you to pass 
through your sea of trouble. Matter of fact, it's going to part. I've already been experiencing this. And he's going to uh, do some things that's going to really rock your world. It's going to be good. So I heard this word. Now, I did post a, something out on the internet a little bit uh, a few weeks ago about this, but I, I actually misquoted. I thought the Lord had said this three times. He actually said it to me five times in one day. I had a powerful encounter last month, and he spoke this simple message from Revelation 10, verse 6. There will be no more delay. This actually happened five times. My Bible opened. I closed my Bible. It reopened five times to Revelation 10, verse 6. At first, it was three. Later on in the day, I picked up my Bible and uh, after I had recorded the video on Facebook, I think, or YouTube, and I tell you, the Lord spoke this five times. There's just no way your Bible could open to the same verse five times. I didn't have it bookmarked. I don't even usually go to Revelation. I'm just saying, the Lord is saying this word for you right now. Understanding timing is not always easy. There's a time when God speaks and he brings things to pass. They happen quick. Maybe it's crystal clear. But there's other times it seems to drag on and on. I want to encourage you to hold on because this is a season right now that things are shifting. The change is here. So I keep hearing the Lord say as well, besides uh, now is the time, it's going to happen now, is Habakkuk 2 verse 3. For the revelation awaits appointed time. It speaks of the end and will not prove false. And this is how God works, though it linger. Wait on it. It certainly will come without delay. It speaks of the end. And in other words, God speaks of the end at the beginning. That's how the prophetic works. So all these prophetic words that people get or, you know, I release a lot, they're not for everybody at all the time. Uh, but I'm saying right now, there's words that you want to hold on to. Some of these words I'm talking about right now, hold on because they will not delay any longer, though they linger. They've been lingered. So the Lord will use prophecy, dreams, visions. He'll tell you the end from the beginning. That means that he's giving you a picture of what is yet to come. And this is so you will contend for it through the storms and the seas of trouble, right? Though it linger, I tell you, wait on it. It certainly come without delay. That's the word right now. You know, I had an encounter in October and I saw the Lord bringing two new things to people. Amos verse 8, excuse me, chapter 8, verse 11. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will send a famine on the land. Not a famine of food or thirst, but a famine of hearing the words of God. The Lord said, listen, he said there's been a famine with prophetic words. Yes, the prophets are hearing God and, he's, and they're releasing prophetic words. But the famine has been with the prophetic solutions with wisdom, understanding, discernment, application, like what Joseph did in Genesis 41 when he got the prophetic word interpreted the dream for Pharaoh. He steps up with wisdom as well. And so there's been somewhat of a famine on how to apply prophetic words. I've been experiencing it. So God says he's doing something right now. He's going to be a, uh, bring a change from the prophetic words that are coming from heaven. We're going to start seeing solutions and more revelation that's going to come over the next 
few days, over the few, next few weeks, few months. It's going to have greater power. It's going to have an anointing to break things open. And an anointing is just a supernatural ability from the Lord. And he gave, uh, he showed me this. This this was two separate encounters that came together as one. Jeremiah 23, verse 29. Write it down. Jeremiah 23, 29. It is my, it is, is it not my word that is like a fire, declares the Lord, like a hammer that breaks rocks to pieces. I saw the Lord giving out hammers to people. Mine was silver. He gave me a silver. Now it was a spiritual thing. It wasn't physical. But I tell you what it represents here. It's a Jeremiah 23, 11. It's like fire. It's his word that will break rocks to pieces. And the rocks are things that have been in your way, holding you back. And you'll need to use your new hammer. Check it out. He's only giving them to people will not judge or curse with this authority. It's designed to break open the way before you that the enemy is placed before you and others. And so in this encounter, I was given a silver hammer. I was able to use it with the avalanche of attacks I've been going through. And I was able to get a breakthrough on the attacks. I tell you, I'm feeling much lighter. I'm, I, I'm absolutely... Seeing something change just this happened last Friday when I got this um, silver hammer uh, and started to use it. I remember uh, the late seer prophet Bob Jones always talked about a hammer. He was was saying, you know, he would use a hammer for spiritual warfare. I didn't realize it was a Jeremiah 23, 29 hammer. And, you know, that I'm just saying right now, watch for your sea of trouble and these thunderstorms that are around you and turn into refreshing rain. Watch for the sea of trouble to part. God is speaking the word right now. No more to lay. So get ready for things to happen suddenly and watch for change in your real-time solutions. That's this stuff that God's releasing from heaven. Those are the things where the, the change of the, of the prophetic uh, is happening where he's giving solutions, real-time solutions. I get them now, I get a prophetic word now, and I'm noticing. By the end of the day, I'm, uh, I've been given a strategy on how to apply it. That wasn't the same as it was just a few weeks ago. So get ready to step into new power, new anointing on your words and on the word of God. Because that Jeremiah 23, 29, uh, the hammer was fire, but it was the fire of the word. It's the fire of the physical word, uh, you know, the God's, uh, his word or the words of your mouth as you're coming into agreement with heaven. So watch for these things to open up and to start happening. I just want to release that part of the prophetic word right now. Lord, I pray to release this hammer, the hammer of justice for those who won't use it in an unjust way, an unjust way for those who won't use it to judge or or, uh, attack, but this hammer of Jeremiah 23 that will cause things to rocks to break open to cause the fire to come on the word I pray too for the for the uh, famine that has been on prophetic words with solutions now that would release I pray Lord for the seas of trouble to part part the seas of trouble bring refreshing rains now I pray these things, no more delay, no more delay, no more delay, no more delay. 
no more delay. That was five times, five's the number of grace. Things are going to start happening now, I tell you. I haven't seen things this active in the, in the courts of heaven in a very long time. Don't get hung up with things uh, around you right now. Don't get hung up on things that God's not part of God's plan and kingdom right now. As you pass through this, you're going to go through a time where you may need to lay things down from the past. And you're, as we're moving into this new time, the prophetic word I released last month, uh, when I was talking about the narrow gate, as we're moving into the, into the new season, we weren't able to take all the things from the past. That could be uh, some of our theologies and understandings. I'm not saying that we're going to rewrite anything. I'm just saying the Lord's updating things, ways of doing things. I've had to stop, literally, since I've released that prophetic word. Uh, just You can just Google it if you haven't seen it. Go to my website, DougAddison.com. Look for the narrow gate word or, or, or search the internet for it. Get that in your spirit. I've seen over the last few weeks and months, I've actually had to change the way I pray because certain things stopped working for me. And then suddenly, wow, like that, a sudden shift. And we're going to see this happen with all the gifts, with all the things that God's calling us to do because he's going to, he's going to part the Red Sea. He's going to part the sea of trouble. And I can smell the rain. I can smell the rain of revival, personal revival first, then the revival, uh, you know, the greater revival, personal revival first. I smell that rain of revival. I'm already experiencing it myself. I want to invite you into that. Now, I have something to release to you, and I tell you about a major angelic encounter. <clears throat> first of all, I had back in 1991, maybe you've heard me talk about it, but I have some more revelation about this. This was my end time marriages word or divine alliances. And I had written a, a small book back in 2009, right after it started to happen. But basically it's this. Let me bring you up to speed. In 1991, I was suffering. I tell you, I was debt and debt. I gave my life to the Lord, came out of the occult in 1988. I got in this really cool job and, and the Lord was speaking and moving in my life. And suddenly the company I worked for moved away and I moved with them and I was cut off from my church. I, I tried to get plugged into another one. It was just a bad time, put it that way. And I went through the roughest time relationally. I went through a tough time financially, spiritually. I mean, I thought I had messed up, I tell you. And then in 1991, I, the first angelic encounter that was like this powerful, powerful. Now, 27 years later, I want, to, I want you to stay tuned to the end of this because I saw the Lord opening the books called Divine Alliances in November of this year. This month, just a few weeks ago, just a few days ago, actually, I saw the Lord opening the Divine Alliances books. And so uh, this is basically the prophetic word. Back in 1991, I was so desperate uh, to make sense of my life. I didn't understand how God worked at the time. I hadn't read my book yet. You know what I'm saying? And I was a mess. So let me just be honest with you. I'm married now. I'm remarried for 22 years to my wife, Linda, the love of my life. She has been, I tell you, she's been an encouragement to me. But back then, in 91, 
I was separated from my, uh, my previous wife. She was pregnant with another man's baby. Now, this wasn't Linda. I'm just saying, I, I wasn't in a good place. You know, I thought God had, had forgotten me. I thought forever. I mean, I seriously, I had just come out of the occult, like I had said, uh, said and wow. I when I went back to playing in a band, and then in 1991, I remember it, while I was living, I think I was in Vacaville or Sacramento, that area, I heard the Lord, my prophetic gift clicked on like never before. So I went to a church, I started, uh, you know, I was already going to church, but I went to this this church now, it's called the Mission. Back then it wasn't the Mission, but I is my good friends there. And they, back then, I went there and got, I, I got several prophetic words and I saw an open vision of this running, flowing brook and peace and everything around it. And I wasn't used to this. I tell you, I, I was, uh, I was still credit manager, you know, working a nine to five job. I was, was not used. I was used to God speaking, but I wasn't used to this, this level. All of a sudden I see this open vision while I'm worshiping at that church and the Lord spoke to me. The Holy Spirit said, I want you to go camping this weekend at Big Sur. That's at the central coast of California. And so I went there by myself. He said, I'm going to speak to you. So back then, I wasn't used to things, you know. I took all my, I think I took my concordance, uh, you know, my unabridged uh, concordance. And I, and I had all these heavy books with me. And I thought, if the Lord's going to speak, it's going to be in the Word. I want to understand it. I had my parallel, uh, my six. Uh, six version parallel Bible. I like packed all these books and and we didn't have computers and the internet back then. So uh, as far as the Bible and things like that. So I went there at Big Sur. He told me to go there. And then one morning that I remember that morning, it was uh, <clears throat> right around uh, just before 4th of July. And I went for a walk that morning. I heard the Lord say, I want you go for a walk. I got up, took a walk. I come upon that stream that I saw in that vision. I tell you, it was exact. Then suddenly, there's an angel standing before me. Now, now I would understand this. Back then, I didn't understand it because I fell to the ground. It was the, the I mean, the, the presence of the Lord was so thick. The fear of the Lord was there. And I didn't see it with my open eye, but I tell you, I could close my eyes and see it. So I kept my eyes closed because every time I'd open my eyes, I wouldn't see it. But when I closed my eyes, I would see it. Now I understand that it doesn't matter if you see the angel or not. The angel's there to bring you something from heaven. And sometimes they don't show themselves because they don't want to distract from the message, right? Back then, I didn't know it. All I knew, I'm like pinned to the ground with the fear of the Lord. And this angel is speaking. It's like a warring angel. And he spoke a simple message right into my spirit. That I can quote, you know, almost word for word. And he told me something that my mother, <clears throat> this is back in 91, my mom is dead. She, this angel said, your mom is dead. Tell your stepdad, Ray, to stay in the church because he's going to remarry a godly woman. Oh, this was weird because, you know, mom wasn't sick, first of all. And Ray was not a Christian. My mom was a Christian. Ray wasn't a Christian. So how could I tell him to stay in the church he wasn't even in the church. It didn't make sense in the natural realm. It was outside of time. So it really threw me off. And the Lord also told me, don't tell anybody about this until you see these things happen, which was my mom going to heaven and, and Ray remarrying. 
he told me way more. In fact, I was pinned to the ground with the presence of the power of God. And um, there was a whole message that he gave me. But I tell you, when the presence lifted, I ran. I could have stayed there with the angel. I ran to a self, uh, to a payphone to call my mom because I thought she was dead. And I'm like, you know, Mom, are you alive? An angel just said you were dead. You know, all these crazy things. But luckily, my mom was a crazy Pentecostal. And you need a you need a crazy Pentecostal mom, I tell you, if you want to serve God. And so I'm like, Mom, I thought, you know, are you sure you're okay and everything? She goes, Yeah, sure, I was, and she was fine. Here's what I understand now: God is outside of time. I late few years later, exactly what happened. She got sick. Uh, she got brain tumors, and um, she went through a time. And during this time of going through brain brain. Uh, surgery and things. Ray gave his life to Jesus. He joined that church. And then my mom died in 1999. And I told Ray this message. I said, the Lord said this, that you should stay in the church. and You're going to, you're going to marry a a godly uh, widowed woman. And that's exactly what happened in 2004. I was the best man at that wedding. And when, when his bride to be, he's coming down the aisle and she was a little nervous, very nervous. uh, And you know, she's coming down the aisle. Lord spoke to me and said, this is it. This is everything I showed you back in 91. It's now coming about. Now it's time to release the message of the end time marriages. And this is where couples would start coming together for the purposes of ministry. Like I was seeing with my stepfather, you know, it's not just marriage though. It was for business and ministry as well. So it would be businesses coming together. Ministries coming together. And so I've seen these. I've, I've later renamed it to Divine Alliances because it wasn't just, when I said end time marriage, people think it's only a marriage with a, like, you know, with a couple, with people. But I tell you, this is greater than that. And there's stuff going on right now. I saw another one happen. I saw another one happen in end time marriage. I started seeing them. I performed some of them. Then I saw my sister. She was the one that Jesus appeared to. And back, got me out of the occult. And 17 years, uh, she had been a widow. Her, her husband died at, uh, in 1989. She'd been a widow for 17 years. Suddenly, this, they get this widow, uh, at, a widower at her church. Here's my prophetic word, this word. And the Lord speaks to him and says, he's going to bury my sister. And they had a big age difference. But the Lord said, doesn't matter. And sure enough, it's been an end time marriage, I tell you. We're two together, come together for the purposes of the kingdom. And here's what the Lord said. A time is coming when I am going to do strategic movement of my kingdom. And I'm going to suddenly move people into place of greater effectiveness. And many who have been felt that you were forgotten, I've saved you for this time. And I'm moving in marriages, ministries, business partnerships that will accomplish way more than you could have done alone. And this is going to happen quickly. It's going to look strange. The Lord says, trust me on this. You cannot make this happen. Do not try to make it happen. And he, the Lord told me that there would be people who were widowed, like my sister and my stepfather. There would be people who were divorced, like me. Uh, there would be uh, people you know, who uh, had been never married. They were kept out of it and been saved for this time. Then I saw this chessboard come in place. The Lord put the pieces into place. And that's what's going on right now. Now, back in 91, when I got this, 
the Lord, you know, and I wasn't allowed to really share it with anybody. Um, I was allowed to say I had an angelic encounter, but I couldn't. I had this little file folder called End Time Marriages. I carried around with me from 91 all the way to 2004. And I began to speak on this. But during that period of time, between 91 and 95, God gave me the divine strategies. I got an end time marriage. Yeah, I had previously been divorced. I'd been, you know, down, out. I've got a business and ministry strategy. And now my wife of 22 years, we actually started a business. I started a business back then in the early 90s, left my corporate job. It financed, I tell you, it financed everything. I didn't even really have a... Uh, any kind of certification at the time to do it. I'm just saying, this is what's going on right now. During this period of time, God released this stuff. And right now, He's sharing this with you. He's releasing strategies. He's releasing strategies for business, for ministries coming together, for couples coming together. And I just want to give you this encouragement that there's power in agreement. I saw these couples coming together, whether it was ministry or, or business. doesn't mean you have to be married to be in this business. Businesses coming together, churches. Uh, and, and Deuteronomy 32.30 says, best describes it is that one could put a thousand to flight, two can put 10,000, right? Matthew 18.19, again, I tell you, if two agree together on earth, it will be done by my Father in heaven. Ecclesiastes 4.9, two are better than one because they have a better return. So there's power in agreement. Now, it also makes sense because uh, when you when you look at the um, in uh, the seven spirits of God are mentioned in Isaiah 11 verse two. The the first one is called the spirit of the Lord. That's actually a spirit it's called the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, counsel and might, knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Now that's the seven spirits of God. Six are paired in twos. Because the Lord even understands this strategy. Wisdom and understanding. Counsel and might. Knowledge and the fear of the Lord. They kept in twos. So this word is some were kept single, some were widowed, some were divorced. And suddenly God released a new movement to draw people together in the kingdom that looked like a chessboard. And um, so these strategic alliances are coming together as couples and groups come together as one. They're ministries. Their giftings, their anointings, their finances, businesses. We can then accomplish way more than what we could do separately. And, you know, instead of this very large group called unequally yoked or the unmarried, we're going to see a shift happen. Families, couples, businesses, churches, ministries, all starting to come together in unity. And the strategic pairing that I mentioned. And in uh, Luke chapter 10, verse 1, Jesus sent out 72 by two by two. And so Ecclesiastes 4.12, this is my favorite. I pray it every day. Though one may be overpowered. That's why if you're trying to do something by yourself, you might be overpowered. Two can defend themselves. I don't know about you. I don't want to just defend myself. I want to conquer. A cord of three strands is not easily broken. So you want the two or three together, gathered together. The Lord is with them. I want to tell you right now is the time the Lord's calling us to combine resources. You know, you ever go into a, for an example of this right now, in the business world, you go into a gas station, there's a bank and a fast food right there in that same place. And they combined resources. Uh, the, 
Uh, we need to get wise with resources. Churches haven't all caught on to this yet. There's many buildings sitting empty during the week that could be easily shared by other ministries or city outreaches even, and especially with economic reasons, but also social and relational you know, I had my computer business that, that I talked about. I started it. And, you know, I started my computer business. I wasn't a pastor at the time, but the church I worked for could not afford a, an, an administrator full-time, but needed one. So I took the church, found someone within our church who I put my office right next to it where our, our church office was. It wasn't my church. I was just, uh, uh, you know, going there. But I tell you, we were able to share resources she couldn't leave to afford to leave her job, but if I hired her half time at my computer business and did half time at the church, see, we were able to do this and get breakthroughs when we understood this message. And you know, it's something powerful coming in right now, coming into play. And God wants to change things around. Right now, we're seeing a time where where uh, women are being promoted. Uh, in fact, Acts 2, 17 and 18, in the last days, God says, I'm going to pour out my spirit out on all people. Your sons and daughters are going to prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they will prophesy. You know, there's a big movement right now. Women are being promoted into greater levels of authority. And this is the time. by rattle the old religious spirit. Uh, but I tell you, God's releasing women into places of authority. We're going to see children even have a greater understanding of their authority in the business world. We need to catch this and move into this new level by combining the resources. But also, notice this, the justice is now coming where people who have um, you know, been, uh, like there was things happening, unjust things with against women, against you know, sexual abuse, the Me Too movement, all that stuff. I tell you, this is the Lord. Now, you'll want to operate in a, in a godly way. You don't want to do revenge. You don't want to do that at all. You know, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. And I'm just saying, we're going to move into a time, what we're in right now is the Lord balancing the scales of justice. Now, as this happens, I want to just say this little word about divorce here because you know, um, some people say, if, you know, that you can't be in ministry, uh, you know, uh, if you've been divorced. I don't want you to use this to justify a divorce unless the Lord is, is you know, unless the Lord is working with you. I was divorced and I was out of ministry. I'm restored. I just want to say it's not an unpardonable sin. God will forgive you. He'll restore you, especially these days because the time is short. And that was a prophetic word that I released out of 1 Corinthians chapter 7. That whole weekend in 1991, it was 1 Corinthians chapter 7. I didn't even understand it. And it says, because the time is short. And he goes on to say some things. So I wrote this in my book. But I just want to say this, that God has called you to do something new. Children are going to be part of it. Isaiah 44, verse 3 and 4. I will pour out my spirit out on your offspring and my blessing on your descendant. That's your children. They will spring up like grass in the meadow, like poplar trees by flowing streams. I'm telling you, there's a move of God coming right now. And we're going to see, we're going to see something happen. That's why we're seeing this attack against children is because we've been seeing divorce 
you know, that hurts uh, families, abortions against the children. And this is because God is going to raise up this new Isaiah 44 movement where one will write on his hands, the Lord's. That's a tattoo. There's a, there's a movement coming right now that our children are going to help us fulfill. There's a movement coming right now where God's going to move people into place and he's going to do this quickly. Now, that's the word I've been releasing for a number of years. But listen, here's what happened in November 2018 about marriages, ministries, and business partnerships. Isaiah 34, verses 16 and 17. Look in the scroll of the Lord and read. None of these will be missing. Not one will lack her mate, for he will gather them together. He allots their portions. His hand distributes them by his measure. They will possess it forever and dwell from generation to generation. Now, I was at an encounter where this is the way it happens is my Bible opens and I start having interactive visions. Um, hard to describe except that it's very biblical and it's so it's so detailed I have to use dictation software to catch everything. Well, in November, just a few days ago, something opened. I tell you, I opened my Bible and the Lord spoke to me. He says, listen, the scrolls of the divine alliances are here. They are the Isaiah 34, 16 and 17 scrolls. Look in the scroll, the Lord said. None of them will be missing. None of them will lack a mate. Again, according to this prophetic word, this wasn't just talking about marriage. This was the mate or the partner that you need for the businesses, the partners that you need with the Lord right now. God is drawing people together, ministries, businesses, churches right now. And he's allotting their inheritance. Did you read that? He's giving portions of your inheritance that other people have let go of. And, you know, people lay down callings, assignments. He's now rearranging these things. And in Jeremiah 32, 39, he says, I'm going to give them singleness of heart and of action. And they will always fear me. And they will go and, uh, and all will go well with them and for their children after them. Write this down. Begin to decree this in. Because he's, I tell you, the Lord is moving right now. He's going to cause things to, to flow for you. He's going to cause singleness of heart to come to those around you. But you might have to do some shifting, you know. It might look or feel messy, the divine alliance word, uh, the end time marriage word. Uh, I do have a little book on it called Divine Alliances um, <clears throat> that I released a long time ago. That's not why we're sharing this word, but I just want to say, Prepare to be stretched as God is doing something so radical. No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has perceived what God has in store for those who believe. Now, Lord, we ask to release this. You know, it's going to start small in 2019. Over the next few weeks and months, it's going to start to accelerate. God's going to draw people together, businesses, churches, ministries. I'm seeing it happen in my own ministry. You know, I've teamed up with some other ministries where we don't really do anything. <clears throat> we don't do anything physically teaming up. You don't know that. But behind the scenes, we're sharing resources. We're sharing understanding, anointing. We're coming together to be able to break people free. So God is calling this right now. Expect to get your new allotment, your new inheritance. So I want to activate this now. Lord, 
I pray for the divine alliances. Look in the scroll. Not one will lack their mate. Not one. Business, partnerships, ministry partnerships, or physical marriage partnerships. Not one. The Lord is moving right now. Activate this word, Lord. We pray now in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Wow. I wasn't expecting to add that to the spirit connection, but I tell you, the Lord is really moving right now. Every few years, I get another dose of that encounter. You know, this is a dose right now, another piece of revelation. So, my website's dougaddison.com. I want to invite you to something, you know. is Usually each month we, we have a special or something like that. I, I want to give you something free. This is so cool. This is, I would say, one of the best free workshops or webinars that, that I've, I've done. And it's called How to Know for Sure. Is it me or is it God? And this is a 45-minute training that goes into the details on how to learn to discern how to recognize the characteristics of when God speaks, when the enemy speaks, when it's your own soul speaking, how to track how God speaks to you. Five important steps of hearing God accurately that I wish I would have known. This is the stuff I wish I would have known. When 1991, when I had that encounter, man, if I knew this stuff that I want to give you free in this webinar, I would have really saved a lot of pain and time and even money because I was making mistakes back then. So it's how to shift the spiritual atmosphere. You can take this free webinar, no strings attached, dougaddison.com forward slash how to know, or just go to my website. You'll see, uh, you know, you'll see one of the banner ads to take you there. And uh, like I said, it's, it's 45 minutes packed full of how to's and uh, you can get ready for that. So there's a heads up. Thanksgiving's coming this month. If you live in the United States, that's what we celebrated in November. And, you know, it's also Cyber Monday, which comes afterwards. We decided something. Get ready for it. We're going to do an entire weekend. We're not going to just do Monday. We're going to just launch a full blessing, uh, you know, the the whole weekend of, uh, you know, uh, sales and discounts and things like that. But if you want to be ready for it, because if you want to take my online trading, get a really good price. Let's just say it's more than half off. If you want to get ready for some of this stuff, then you want to go to subscribe to my email list in case you're not on it. So you'll know dougaddison.com forward slash subscribe and uh, get ready because we're going to release some things a little bit later just before Thanksgiving. You can stay tuned for that. Also, there's a thing called Giving Tuesday. It's November 27th. You know, back in 2012, they made an international uh, time because they've over commercializing holidays, you know, so they've just, I don't know who they are, but someone must have, is that, uh, you know, we've been doing this for a while now, the International Day of Giving, which started in 2012, and we're going to be doing something on Giving Tuesday. So, uh, you know, you can donate to us. We, we're not uh, big at pushing donating, but DougAddison.com forward slash Give, or you can text right now to the word L-O-V-E, love, at 45888. And I tell you, this is going to be a powerful, powerful Thanksgiving. It's going to be a powerful time. I'm excited. I'm, I think God's going to really do something, uh, pow- like I just said, powerful. It's going to be a breakthrough time. 
over the next few weeks and months. And um, we're going to see, we're going to see the heavens open. And, you know, I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. The holidays, the Lord's been speaking to me that he's going to visit people at whatever level you could handle. You know, in other words, it might be a dream, might be a prophetic word, whatever. Don't be disappointed if he doesn't walk in the door, announce with angels to tell you the, the message. It might not be that way, but he's going to do it. I tell you.